I refuse to break the bit. There are rules, Kyle. There are cat rules on this podcast. Welcome to season six, where we're phoning it in. You don't think critically and then put a Pop-Tart into your body. I am highly caffeinated and minorly concussed. Aruga, aruga. What came first, the love sack or the gravity gun? It's my turn to do a sin with Sonic. This is for the freaks. <laughs> Too much piss. That's the kind of bad decisions we like to hear about. Let me a sleepy ass bat. How much shrimp can you fit in your mortal body? You told me you guys would be cool. That's season six intro material right there. Hello and welcome to Debate This, a show where we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how there's a good chance that a movie with George Lopez as a supporting character may end up as the central point of the DC universe going forward. That movie's going to make $10. It's going to make $10. <laughs> it made $25 million in the first opening weekend. It did pretty well this weekend. Did it really? Did pretty well comparably. Yeah. Wow. And I am here to confirm with Todd that like Blue Beetle's a good movie. It's a little yeah. generic and it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything particularly new. But it's good and it's fun and it's... It looks better than any mm-hmm. superhero movie we've gotten in like five years. So, Well, that's something. Its biggest misstep is exactly what Matt just said. It's just very like it has a couple very generic story beats that like origin stories, I guess, may or may have not to have need. now. Yeah. 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 I actually forgot that it came out this week and I just realized that I never responded when you guys were like, hey, wants to go see Blue Beetle because I saw that and I was like, <laughs> just, I'm so tired. Now, Todd, I thought this was like the last or the second last before James Gunn blows everything up and starts over. Am I wrong? Now, Kyle, the Blue Beetle movie is sandwiched between a Flash movie and an Aquaman movie. You tell me that you know anything of what any of that means, because nothing means anything. But I guess my right my my more accurate answer is if Blue Beetle makes enough money, You better believe Blue Beetle's going to be in the Justice League. Todd, I've got terrible news for you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what good enough money is because The Flash made under $300 million. True. Yeah, but The Flash is is not Blue Beetle. I'll put it that way. Ezra Miller might not be in the Justice League, but The Flash (laughs) will be. It's fair. (laughs) Okay, fair point. Hey, can we not talk about DC movies and actually double back on the intro real quick? We've lost the... Nobody is right, but everywhere nobody is right, but everybody is wrong. That sentence disappeared. That oh, hasn't been huh. in the intro for like two or no. three episodes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Someone did a huh. bad copy paste job yeah. two or three months ago, and then huh. we all kept doing it. I was going to take ownership because you called it out here just because I was so excited to talk about George Lopez. You know how <laughs> when we do this podcast, we get so excited talking about George Lopez. Fan of the show, George Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Friend of the show. George Friend of the show. <laughs> Well, consummate professionals that we are, let's take a a stroll real quick down memory lane back to when we did have the intro correct. (laughs) In February 2022, the decision makers at Debate This HQ corporate office, under the guidance of the, if you remember it, the No Bummers Program Committee, funneled just all of your retirement plan matching funds into what we called a Debate This sponsored Westminster Kennel Dog Show spinoff in an episode that you may remember as episode 93, colon, the interdimensional <laughs> Tournament of Champions. <laughs> episode is linked in the show notes. I will point out the No Bummers Program Committee has been disbanded for obtaining its goal. We've had no bummers <laughs> since February 2022. 
Not a single bummer has been had since February 2022. Uh, there's actually a sign in the back that says we're like <laughs> 500 many days, days since, since last, last bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Well, great news. Since we here at DT exclamation point HQ are about to roll out a wildly unpopular return to office plan, <laughs> that number just fell to a zero. We have decided to once again give employees the opportunity to bring their favorite video game pets, and, and pets is in, in quotations because Matt brought KK Slider last time, I think. Which no, like, I brought KK uh, Slider. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Slider. brought KK Slider, which who's to say if KK Slider is a pet? Anyway, an opportunity to bring your favorite video game pets to work in a structured competition. That's right. Today, you are all given the opportunity to block off no more than four hours of your workday calendars that you'll need to make up on your own to take time in part of a cat show for cats. So <laughs> what what does that mean? Well, Andrew, I'm glad you asked. In partnership with the Shut Up Todd Pet Store, I welcome Good. you all to the third annual Debate This Exclamation Point, Which Pet is the Best Pet Competition? Or as I like to call it, Debate This Cat. <laughs> There it is, Instead everyone. This cast. There's the typo that inspired this whole episode right there. I, I, he's so proud. I was going to save it for the post show, but a peek behind the screen is this whole idea of what let's talk about the best video game cats all came because I misspelled our like, you know, hashtag debate this cast as debate this cat. And I said, that might be something. <laughs> it might be. I... I'm just really glad to know that the Shut Up Todd Pet Store made it through the pandemic. Thriving. Thriving. Well, it was it was all that remote delivery. And a lot of community support for the Shut Up Todd yeah. Pet Store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shop small. Which if you if you're just now hearing about the Shut Up Todd Pet Store for the first time, um, that would be, I guess, technically the inaugural debate about best pet. And that was episode 32. Please stop trying to domesticate my nearsighted son. Where Todd may or may not have enslaved a Lakitu as a pet. We are roommates at worst. <laughs> Didn't we also do a Monster Hunters pet episode? So is this actually the fourth one of these? It may it may be the fourth or the fifth one it of these. The it's fourth. hard to we'll have to go to the wiki after. Yeah, not not yeah, important. Yeah, it'll be in the wiki. Uh importantly, carrying their cat carriers of various sizes into the arena today, we have <laughs> Kyle looking you in the eye as he knocks something off a table, Harper. Matt Killing prey, not for need, but for sport, Cole and Andrew, making you sit upright immediately because they're vomiting somewhere in your household, and you know it's 100% on the carpet, Henderson. <laughs> There's a whole body roll motion to it, too. I've lived all three, except the last one now has become, like, staying on the couch in acceptance because we rent, <laughs> yeah. and um, I know I'm not going to get to him in time. So <laughs> why why break your back over it? Come on. Yeah, I'll clean it up when it dries. <laughs> There's nothing that makes you sit up like the Undertaker in a cage match than <laughs> hearing a cat vomit from a different room that you're not in. It is true, man. That's been my alarm clock for the last three days. So I get it. Yeah, uh, I was going to I was just going to say, and it can rouse you from a, a dead sleep, yeah. too. Um, well, let's let's get into it. I'm going to read this just as I wrote it. Cats, they're like <laughs> roommates, but they don't pay rent. And they may actually hate you. Your chosen video game cat may speak in full, or maybe it doesn't. But regardless, to take top honors in today's show, they're going to need to be exceptional. Tell us about your cat, their origin, and why it is that they will take best in show today. Kyle, go ahead and start with you. Yes, thank you. Todd, judges. Oh. Before you, you see a magnificent 
tan short hair. Oh, wow. Note the brown tipped back paws, hmm. the long tail that curls into an almost cartoonish coil, stiff whiskers that seem to be more flesh and blood than hair. Um, and of course, the shiny gold coin affixed to its forehead above its massive eyes. That coin will be the reason it goes home with the coveted best in show today, Todd. These, of course, are all identifying marks of a popular cat originating from the Kanto region, the Pokemon Meowth. Oh, um, I, I do see that you brought a Meowth, uh, a talking cat. A cat that speaks in full <laughs> sentences. I don't know what you're talking about, Todd. It's, it's just saying its name like every other Pokemon. Ignore the Brooklyn accent. <laughs> I was going to say the Brooklyn accent just just comes with it. Well, you've you've brought us a a cat from my childhood um, that that may have done light crimes of theft and arson um, and kidnapping. Me- Meowth are are notorious committers of petty crimes. Yes, <laughs> of, I thought you were going to say of arson. <laughs> if you were to tell me, Andrew, you have one chance to guess. The thing that Kyle is going to bring to this episode, and if you get it wrong, everyone you know or love <laughs> in your entire life will will die a slow, painful death. I still would have said with absolute aplomb and confidence, Kyle will be bringing Meowth to this episode. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, I would like to second what Andrew said. Yes, Meowth was actually not my first choice today, and not my the first Pokemon I thought of today. But we'll cover Ooh, that. Well, everyone I've ever loved in the post show for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's great. We we are excited that you brought us a bipedal animal that is shaking hands with all the judges today <laughs> and not taking their wallets out of their back pockets. Note the restraint that it's not taking their wallets yet. I think I did see the judges put down extra marks uh, in their notes, not committing petty theft. <laughs> and so that's that may weigh out. Um, good, good. Matt, uh, what did what did you bring to the arena today? Todd. I'm not here to wow you with some mystic talking <laughs> feline or some companion that can definitely pass the touring test unassisted. No, Todd, I'm here to present you a real cat, an absolute unit of a cat. In fact, a cat that a 2022 Reddit post referred to as, quote, truly the villain of his game. And that a friend of mine in another discord described as, quote, a blight upon the land. I'd like to introduce you to the absolute best boy, Tubbs, from 2014 <laughs> idol game Niku Atsube. What? Yeah, what a pull, right? Okay. Okay, well, well Andrew changes his pants. Ever Tell us what this is. Image incoming to the show notes now. Uh, that's Tubbs. That's the best boy, Tubbs. <laughs> okay. No one knows from whence Tubbs comes, but everyone knows what summons him. Food. His Japanese name is Menzuku-san, which translates roughly to satisfaction. And that's exactly what you'll witness when the raw might and hunger of Tubbs graces your lowly presence. He cannot be deterred and he cannot be denied for Tubbs goes exactly everywhere that Tubbs wants. And for that reason, I believe him to be the best cat in all of video games. I. OK, <laughs> I have sure. a passing familiarity with this game. Never heard of it. I need a more explanation. This is the like the cat decorating game where you like 
put things in a okay. in your iPhone screen to attract cats. Yeah. And I'm assuming Tubbs is one such cat. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. One more explanation do you need, man? It's an idle game. It was really big in 2014. Yeah. There was a I think an anime in 2017, but I didn't watch it. And it's exactly what Kyle said. There's all sorts of collectibles that you pay maybe real money, maybe in-game <laughs> money for depending on how into the game you are, and you buy different collectibles and arrange them in certain combinations to make cats show up and tubs <laughs> tubs one of them cats all right why tubs over over the other cats well kyle it's question one and i would hate to give away my answers <laughs> to question two fair enough i guess so so far we have a cat that seems to be reformed of its crimes and a cat that is empowered by the power of feng shui yeah. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm into it <laughs> mm-hmm. so far. Appreciate that. Um, Andrew, what did what did you bring to the cafeteria that we've transformed into arena today? Oh, yeah. in the cafetorium. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So much like Kyle, I was standing down a, a crossroads. <laughs> One path said normal ass cat. And another path was weird little guys. And <laughs> I decided to go down the weird little guys path. Inside all of us, there are two wolves. <laughs> two wolves. Two One wolves. is a normal ass cat. The other is a weird little guy. So Todd and judges, dogs may be man's best friend IRL, but in the world of Monster Hunter, the Palicos, a race of sentient bipedal cats, serve all kinds of roles. Adventuring party, item mule, blacksmith, shop owner, and even sometimes local militia. (laughs) Now, among the palicos who live the thankless jobs of tanking your damage, carrying your shit, and waking you up from being dazed or asleep, one particular cat stands alone. Ladies and gentlemen and fake cat show hosts, I would like to introduce you all to Monster Hunter World's Meowscular Chef, or who in my life I've lovingly dubbed Swole Cat, because I did not know he had a name until today. (laughs) Until doing research for this episode. I have graced the Google Doc with Swole Cat. Right. Oh, Swole Cat. (laughs) And his name is actually Meowscular Chef? Meowscular Chef, that's correct. Is Chef the surname? Like, this is Meowscular of the family chef. Chef. Uh, of the family <sighs> chef. Um, it's unclear. Meowscular in my t- in my headcanon is a title. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like a man. And his name, and his first name is Chef. Name <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> and his yeah. last name is Chef. It's more like Cher. Yeah. Or yeah. Prince. Or Seal. Well, all Palicos are just like Chef Palico. <laughs> so it's Meowscular Chef Palico. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, while he may not seem like much at first glance, after witnessing the surgical precision to which he can fillet an Aptonoth with a buster sword, you'll be saying yes, Chef, to this surly little meat grinder in no time. Pause for reaction. I don't like the direction you took that there at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Pause for reaction. I didn't have a surly little meat grinder on my bingo card today. Well, you should have put it on there. That's on (laughs) That is a you problem there, Todd. I'm sorry. Yeah. That seemed like a like a me problem. Well, this has been wonderful. The fact that you all three brought your appropriately sized carriers to the arena. Two of your cats walked out. Just strutted out, actually. Yeah. Swole Cat doesn't go into a cage. Swole Cat <laughs> carries you in a cage. I am the one in the cage. He is carrying me. Thank you. Andrew is the pet in this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, It's that webcomic of when you captured an overpowered Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, 
Many aspects of your chosen feline friend will be considered today as we decide, you know, who gets to stand at the top of the podium. As you could guess, soon the old man with fancy facial hair uh, will put your cat up on a platform to poke at their teeth and examine their coat and inevitably lift up their tail for some unbeknownst reason. Uh, this is all apparently done to examine their health, temperament, and personality, or so he has told me. So, what aspects of your chosen feline will shine through to make them a standout candidate through all of this measure? Yeah, Todd. So, like many cats, Meowth loves shiny objects. So much so that your average Meowth will just often bring home loose change to its trainer. I mean, owner. And loose change it found on the ground, not in someone else's pocket or or in a cash register or something. Not petty theft. Yeah, yeah. Just, sure. just strewn about. Well, it's not petty theft if you never get caught. That's true. No, um, that's not true. That's it is still petty theft. Uh, you don't lose relationship points in Baldur's Gate 3 if you don't get caught, so it doesn't count as it theft. It is an allocation of resources until you get caught and someone defines it as petty theft. <laughs> if a Meowth steals in the woods and no one's there to hear it steal. It's not petty theft. Meowths can also be trained to generate coins from its, its forehead coin. Its forehead coin spits out more coins when it learns the move payday that's horrifying are they <laughs> legal tender they are in game does it change to well okay but like this is a real cat show in the real world here at debate this headquarters yeah and this meowth has a quarter on its head matt and it when it uses payday it shoots quarters <laughs> out is that what you wanted me to say kind of yeah good <laughs> moving on when it trusts its owners it rewards them with financial success of course, Meowth is also one of the originally discovered 150 Pokemon, which gives it some amount of video game cred, I think. And its popularity around the world has resulted in not one, but two regional variants. The Alolan regional variant, which is a sassier dark type. Meowth's already pretty sassy. How does it get sassier? Look at this one, Todd. Look at how sassy that's, that is. That's sassier. Sassy. That is sassier, but I do think you need to... I don't think you can take variants of a cat into consideration at the competition in which a singular cat is competing. We're talking about why this is a good video game cat, and I think its popularity uh, resulting in further breeds is a point I can make, Matt. I mean, but you don't like go to like a, a pet, sh like a dog show and be like, hey, look at this golden retriever. But what about Yorkies, though? Well, right? yeah, but, right. That's but what I'm like, saying. But they, they would do like. You got like golden doodles. And when they're talking about poodles or golden retrievers, they can be like, people love this dog so much. They made a golden doodle version of it. But I don't Which think then that's... implies that Alolan Meowth is crossbred with a different Pokemon to get a different Meowth. I guess I that's... Think, well, no, 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 no. no. Hold on. I think what we're doing here is like, if this was a dog show, if this was the Yukonuba Tournament of Champions, and you showed up with uh, a yellow lab, and you were like, look... Judge, here is my yellow lab. Give me points because it also comes in chocolate. They would not give well, you points. Yeah. <laughs> at the Yukonuba Dog Show, I'm not talking to the judges. They come out and like look at my cat's butthole and then give it a grade on a scale of <laughs> one to ten. Like there are no rules here, Matt. This is Calvin Ball. <laughs> I refuse to break the bit. There are yeah. rules, Kyle. There are cat rules on this time podcast. Out. Time out. First, if you're at the Yukonuba dog show and a judge comes out and looks at a cat's butthole, things have gone wrong. Second, they're doing that on their own time. <laughs> second. <laughs> 
it's been a while since we've gotten to this spirited of a debate on a question, and I love that it's the realism of rules of in real life pet shows. That is the thing that we just like really went into the minutia on. I kind of got stuck on what is the implications of a regional variant of Pokemon. I never really yeah. thought of it before, mm-hmm. but it's like it is kind of like a golden doodle, like a crossbreed. Yeah, I've always thought of it more as they introduced an invasive species. <laughs> sure, that's worse. Yeah, I think it's in game. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be taken like how a deer in like Europe is going to look different mm-hmm. than an American deer, or like a squirrel yeah. in the Midwest looks different than my squirrels here in Colorado, um, which are two very real things I have observed with my eyeballs. It's the same thing, except it's Pokemon. So they have different magical powers, too. Hey, who's this other squirrely guy? Yeah, squirrels. This is the other regional variant, the Galarian regional variant. I love steel type Meowth. That's just that one bat Pokemon, but fuzzy. No, this is a Meowth Mm -mm. with a beard and it lives on ships and catches mice and sailors love him. And so do I. This Meowth looks like I just spun wrong on a video game show and all my points are about to get eaten. And this is the thing that ate all of my points. <laughs> he, does, he does have a, no whammies, no whammies. Yeah, he's got a little yeah, bit of no whammies energy to him. Yeah. Galarian Meowth is loved because he's like a scrungly little guy. Like he's not. He is scrungly. Yeah. The last point I want to talk about with this particular Meowth, though, Todd because it is about to demonstrate this ability, this particular Meowth is one of the few unevolved Pokemon that is able to Gigantamax. And here it goes, big stretch. This is me covering. <laughs> it's Gigantamax Meowth. Oh, what's this cat doing? <laughs> Kyle just gave you four weird little guys all in a row. He's a, he's a real tall cat. This is wonderful, and I will say... The judges do appreciate seeing what your cat has inspired. The beauty, elegance, and dare I say grace of your Meowth has inspired a whole grouping of weird little guys, as Andrew has said. Weird little guys. That's wonderful. Matt, what are the things that make that make your cat stand out? Your 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 Garfield ass iPhone cat stand out. <laughs> First off, I am offended. That you would refer to Tubbs by a, a delineation of one such as Garfield. He's much better. As stated earlier, Todd, Tubbs is an absolute unit. He is twice the size of your average cat, as noted by the fact that he requires the full birth of the giant cushion to lounge. I'll note for the uninitiated that the giant cushion what are you talking typically about? holds two cats. The giant cushion typically holds two cats. Now, this sounds like nonsense. (laughs) Not only that, but to cite nikuatsume.fandom.com, Tubbs has a power level of 130. That feels pretty powerful. I do not know what that means. That doesn't mean anything. I do not know what that means. My friend who played a lot of Niku Atsume does not know what that means, but it is on the wiki, so it does matter. But let's get to the real entree of this meal here, judges. Tubs will eat all of your food. (laughs) No, not just some of your food, all of it. That's his gambit. He shows up. He sits right where the food bowl is supposed to go. He devours every grub in his putrid sight, and then he naps on your (laughs) giant cushion. This is a true specimen of felininity, 
But if his size, unending hunger, and power level of 130 don't convince you of the utter superiority of Tubbs, allow me to appeal to your gentler side. Tubbs is a real one, Todd. <laughs> Tubbs is a real one. <laughs> Tubbs, Tubbs got that dog in him. <laughs> no, this is a cat, Todd. It's different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tubbs understands that change is part of life, and he's not scared of it. See, most of the Niku Atsume cats will abandon your home if you remodel it. Tubbs isn't that kind of cat. He cares about you and your evolving tastes. He understands your need to repaint that accent wall, and he will remain eating all of your food and sleeping on your giant cushion. I feel very much that I need to have some context here for this game. <laughs> any, con- I mean, any, like I'm just, I'm, I will pull it out of the thin air. Any context to understand a, a single word that you just said. I don't really feel like, you, I mean, you've played Animal Crossing. Like it's the it's, same. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's an idle game. He takes two spaces on the couch. No, I, I heard you. It feels like Viva Pinata is what we're doing here right now. We got a Viva Pinata situation, and we need lots of cushions for to, to satiate vibes <laughs> to, to satiate the the demand of Tubbs's girth. Exactly. Yeah, I don't see what there is to not understand, Andrew. This is simple cat game science, Matt. I just want to know why Tubbs over Chairman Meow or um, let me get my other one here. Give me more. I want more. Or, or Joe DiMiaggio, two other rare cats. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now that's something. Yeah. Well, because there are 66 different cats in Niku Atsume, but there is only one that you can never stop from showing up. And it's Tubbs. Tubbs <laughs> comes no matter what. He's always there. There's a cat named Xerxes the Ninth. <laughs> There's Ramses the Great and Senor Don Gato. Senor Don Gato. Welcome to the Nico Atsume hole. I've been in it for an hour. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> that's, Keep doing it because I'm downloading it right now. That's dumb. <laughs> also, Guy Fury. Wait, hold Guy on. Guy Fury. I'd like to go back for a second. If, if, if the judges are taking into consideration the regional variants of Meowth, I think that they should also take into consideration... 66 versions? I'm not going to say that, but I also am not going to say that Meowth is all of the regional variants of Meowth. European deer and American deer are different. Kyle said it himself. Matt, Matt, I was not asking that the other variations be taken into consideration for this contest. I was merely presenting them as evidence of a Meowth's popularity and cultural significance in the Pokemon world. That is all. I think my point still stands. Tubbs is the best. Um, Meowth is like a weird little guy. He, these four weird little guys. We all brought weird little guys today, Matt. I don't know that Tubbs is a weird little guy. I'm feeling like Tubbs is definitely, definitely dancing on the on the line of weird little guy. Yeah. I don't know. Here, look at my weird little guy. <laughs> his little cat Todd, making soup. Todd has officially given up on the podcast and is just playing Nekoatsume. The game is called Cats and Soup. <laughs> all right. Did you buy the battle pass yet, Todd? No, they haven't prompted me. They're going to let me get to level 12 before they say if you want to get 
get further, get the battle pass. Anyway, I appreciate what you told me about Tubbs and his, his power level of 130. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That seems pretty, pretty powerful. Still means nothing. Speaking of powerful cats, Andrew, uh, tell us about your 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 muscle beefcake uh, chef. Yeah, well, so real quick, Todd, Meowskular Chef doesn't want to be touched, and the fact that he just hacked off one of your judges' limbs with a big anime sword, kind of on them. Just that gotta, is on, that is on just him. gotta put he, it out there. He knew he's the kind of he was the kind of judge that looks at cat buttholes at dog shows. So <laughs> yeah. <it's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got too many extracurriculars. <laughs> So <laughs> it's really just one extra. <laughs> well, we're right. being specific. One too many. Now take one look at Meowskular Chef, and it's clear that he deserves this win because this dude has clearly never taken a single Friday or Saturday night off in his life, and frankly, he just needs a break. Meowskular Chef temperament and overall vibe sits at the intersection of Coast Guard sous chef and Benihana Hibachi magician. <laughs> Like, I'll explain. Like, you know he's great with customers, right? Like, he's got excellent bedside manner. But if you're just off your third smoke break of the night, ass promises one more no-butterfly well-done steak to one of these asshole customers, he's going to fucking destroy you. Like, he's going to end your life. The things that he will say to you will tear you up from the inside. He will make you cry in the walk-in freezer. Yes. (laughs) Now... After hearing that, you're probably like a little wary, uh, you know, of, of again his temperament in crowds, and that's fair. Yeah. But just wait till you taste the food, Todd. You got to taste the food. Meowskular chef runs you can't his kitchen. Tubs ate all the food. <laughs> Tubs ate all the food. <laughs> there is no more food. <laughs> on his two couches. He's too powerful. Meowskular chef runs his kitchen with the same journeyman's pride and militant authority as Jim, the guy who ran the kitchen of the seafood restaurant I worked at in high school and college. <laughs> oh, we got the self-insert. And also just like Jim, Meowskular chef performs the primarily supervisor kitchen role of Expo. If you've ever worked in a kitchen, you know, mostly consists of applying parsley to plates and cussing out servers for not reading <laughs> things up the right way. The way that muscular muscular chef gingerly garnishes a seared fish or carefully applies one of those paper turkey booties to a cooked chicken <laughs> suggests that this man is not a cook. He is an artist. And the only thing coming between him and his art is everyone else at this goddamn restaurant. I don't know why the restaurant owner doesn't hire and train more staff to help cover those Friday and Saturday nights for Meowskular Chef. Well, they're running on a skeleton crew because it's food service. Yeah, and have, you, have you worked in the food industry, Todd? I've not. <laughs> I've not. I've, that, I've done service industry, but not food industry. Yeah, for, for funsies, I linked a one and a half minute YouTube video of all of the like 10 second cutscenes at the canteen in Monster Hunter World that are all featuring Meowskular Chef, and they're all delightful. <laughs> I skip all of these every time. (laughs) (laughs) So great. I feel kind of like, you know, that meme where it's like a picture of Post Malone or Justin Bieber or something. And it's like, girl, you can find this same white man at your local (laughs) 7-Eleven. Like, I feel like you could find Meowskular Chef behind any 7-Eleven or at least a cat with the same demeanor. 100%. 100%. No, no, he is he is already two packs in behind that 7-Eleven. 1,000%, yes. What's his favorite 7-Eleven slushy flavor? Um, I don't know if 7-Eleven slushy favorite flavors. That's my third question in the, in the, 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 the order. <laughs> oh, shit, doing? my bad. <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, Swole Cat does a suicide just so he can feel some. <laughs> he, does, he does one of every flavor just because it's numb otherwise. 
I'm moving on. <laughs> okay. That's that's great. Um, I did watch in the video. He does put the little turkey paper booty on <laughs> yeah. the drumstick of the turkey. And that's really something. He's I very that, careful about it. I thought that only existed in like cartoons. That's that's a, that's a cat doing it right there. <laughs> a quick Internet search tells me that cat shows also include something of an agility course, which like specifically i find that incredible and unbelievable as someone who has an ill-tempered large cat living in his own house the concept of an agility course for a cat that would give half a shit to listen (laughs) blows my mind so tell me how will your cat fare in this agility course that will include various video game aspects that allow your cat specifically to shine kyle yeah todd meowth is gonna do great at this agility course now granted meowth is not the most agile pokemon but as a pokemon meowth is one of the few cats who will listen and take commands from its its trainer i mean owner (laughs) meowth can learn speed boosting moves like agility and quick attack and that's going to help it navigate these obstacles in this course faster and if you throw pokemon specific challenges at it meowth has some pretty good attacks. It learns slash. It learns bite. It's going to get some hits in. It's going to bob and weave. going to zip and dive and do all the things you need your cats to do to, to pass an agility course. Real quick, what does uh, is Bulbapedia say about its power level? Because I, I, I'm just trying to gauge where we're at here. I bet it's less than 130. So... Pokemon not being weird cats that roll in and take up two cushions on your couch and eat all your food actually have like more than one metric we measure by. So like it's hard to say if its power level is better than 130. But if you total up its like total base stats, that hits 290, which mm-hmm. that I don't is think I bigger have to, than 130. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have to do it's the math for numbers, you, Todd. Uh... 290 is a bigger number than 130. Uh, that's a big number than 130. Meowth is famously a one cushion cat, too. Yep. Well, and that's, but that's like your power mm. score on the SAT. It doesn't really mean anything. Well, then why'd you bring it up earlier, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> You're just mad that mine has a bigger number than yours. I'm a little mad about that. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and Andrew made an astute point that we could fit two Meowths on that couch cushion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like 600 power level on it's that couch alone. It's almost like, like, like Tubbs is a Gigamax and and Meowths can can combine. To, is that right? wait? I'm doing it right. Is that how that game works? What Gigantamax? Was that Gigantamax. That's what I said. You fucking nerds. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> I got you. Okay. So so actually, like has stats. We'll do it. I think the I walk over to you, Matt, with uh, with with Tubbs, and I say, "All right, so uh, Tubbs' turn to do the here agility course." <laughs> okay. So look. Todd, (laughs) the best cat isn't the most agile cat. You know this. We all know this. I would like to double down on this for my own self-preservation. Thank you. (laughs) The most agile cat can access any part of your home, unrestricted by height, (laughs) distance, or precariousness. That cat is a nightmare. I know. I own one in real life, but that Todd is not Tubbs. Tubbs, a big old fucking chonk, dude. And all Mm -hmm. he does is eat, sleep and nap. He's actually very much the type of cat who just wants to be where you are and will lazily list from room to room to nap within your eyesight. 
As long as you are not on the other <laughs> one of the two couch cushions. <laughs> With that in mind, he'll likely meander beside me as I walk along this agility course. I do not think that he will participate. Thank you. I don't think that what Tubbs would do as far as movement goes could probably be called meandering. <laughs> Trudging, I think, is the, the verb that comes up. Uh, listing lazily. I said that. I literally said the words lazily Did list. Lazily? It's in my notes right here. Yes. <laughs> if it's not if it's not in the reverse order, I don't register it. So oh, I, I my bad. Yeah, yeah. Reverse alphabetical order is the way that you like your. Correct. Yeah. OK. Like like the ludicrous song. Reverse alphabetical order. That's the way we like to, you know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who is this for? This is so stupid. Andrew, um, Andrew, your your cat is arm wrestling. The remaining arm of the the judge yeah. whose other arm it cut off. Yeah, yeah, and then he just called him a bitch to his face. <laughs> Here's the thing, Todd. Uh, Meowscular Chef will also not be participating in the agility course. Good, a- and it, you know, there's a reason for this. It's on the account of Meowscular <laughs> Chef can't participate as encouraged by his doctor on account of all the acid that he did back in the day. <laughs> sure. Now, fortunately, he's fully transitioned from a pack a day behind the 7-Eleven to a vape that he's got in his, in his shirt pocket, but the damage has already been done to his ailing lungs, and his doctor has also encouraged that he exercise caution with any heavy cardio. So, Meowscular Chef, a.k.a. Swolecat, will not be participating in anything that's going to make him move his body a lot. Now, that being said, if you're looking for a dexterity course, then Swolecat's got it in spades. Would you like to see a cat expertly flipping a foot-long flank steak on an 800-degree hot rock cooking stone? Or maybe cleaning and deboning a school of gajow? Well, then, Meowscular Chef is your guy. Gajow or fish in Monster Hunter? Sure. Sure. Yeah. That was the part I assumed that you guys had problems with, so... I mean, your, your assumption's correct. I want to yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Andrew, how much acid can a cat do? How much acid will kill a cat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you ask him. Well, those are two questions, just, Kyle. Yeah. And the number's way too close. This podcast is going to end up on a weird list. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get kicked off of Indie Batman. Um, <laughs> the answer to your question, Kyle, is nobody knows, but not none. Hmm. Is that is that enough? It's Mouscular Chef will absolutely not tell you because he doesn't remember and he's just going to give you a thousand yard stare. So your your question, Kyle, was how much acid can a cat do and how much acid would it take to kill a cat? I'm going to tell you, we know the ceiling. We don't know the floor. Gotcha. Do we? <laughs> Science has asked the question. I think Todd does. I think we know the floor. We don't know the ceiling. The floor is nothing. The floor. Wait, what would you say? <laughs> okay. Well, um, I stayed up late all night putting up that obstacle course to watch to watch one cat do it. (laughs) To watch one of three do it. To watch a Brooklyn cat stroll through it and try and steal my wallet. Fortunately, there are three meows, so they can cover for the other two. (laughs) Well, great. Uh, So we are going to go take a a real quick judge's break. We have to uh, cauterize the wound on the main judge, so we're going to have to take just a a brief break. But before we do that, there is one more super secret bonus question here. And I got to tell you, I did a lot of research over what goes into a cat show for this episode. The thing, surprisingly, that are not in cat shows are a talent portion of the (laughs) judging. So for this, the perhaps fourth 
annual debate this uh, pets that can do cool stuff show or whatever I called it. <laughs> the question is, what will your pet be doing for the talent portion to set them aside from the other two contenders? And we'll get those answers after we come back from this break. Welcome to Composers in a Jukebox, a podcast that brings together a special breed of musicians in a conversation about their craft. Today we're taking a deep we're here today with We are immensely excited to be chatting with Tinkin. Today So put your headphones on, relax and enjoy being in the company of composers in a jukebox. All right, um, we have cauterized the wound. Um, it was so weird. Uh, Meowskular Chef said that we could heat up a large soup spoon and that would cauterize <laughs> the wound, which is a weird thing that we did. <laughs> now that we're back, we are prepared for the talent portion. We'll go ahead and open up with you, Kyle, and your pet Meowth. Yeah, so Todd, as you may have noticed earlier, this Meowth is extra special because, out of unrequited love, it taught itself to speak English. And using its ability to speak English, it is now going to recite for the judges uh, one of Shakespeare's soliloquies, specifically oh, yes. <laughs> from Hamlet. Oh, and it, we, we cut, camera cuts over to the Meowth. Oh, for sure uh, with that. Holding, holding a little skull in a little, uh, yeah, absolutely. little, mm-hmm. little bard's outfit. To be or not to be... That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. And it trails off because I'm not going to read this whole thing. And I, I have not nailed the Brooklyn accent. Yeah, but save that for the post show. Yeah, yeah. It's speaking English. It's doing it's doing Shakespeare and it's got a little skull and it's adorable. I'm going to ask you, my friend Kyle, who's on this show, did something like this happen in the Pokemon show? Because in my mind, so vividly, I can see a Meowth wearing Shakespeare attire holding a small skull. I didn't think so until I started reading Hamlet, and I was like, wait. Um, And now I'm not sure, so hold on. We could all be thinking of Bugs Bunny. Because Bugs Bunny has we definitely could all done be that. Thinking of Bugs Bunny, there is a thin line between Meowth in the Pokemon anime and Bugs Bunny. Yeah, and I think they are one accent apart. Yeah. Is that the missing yeah. link? Is that what I it think is? it is? I think it is. Yeah, because like Bugs Bunny doesn't not have a Brooklyn accent, right? Oh, he absolutely yeah. has a Brooklyn accent. There, I cannot find anything for Meowth mm-hmm. doing Hamlet or Meowth doing Shakespeare. So the other thing is like the team rocket intros are like all very theatrical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our brains are all collectively like melting those ideas together. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that's really wonderful. Uh, after the roses hit the stage, we're going to ask your Meowth to leave the stage. Matt, if you could get, get tubs to <laughs> move and do tubs things. I don't know. It's subs turn. Oh yeah. You wanted a talent that talents easy. Man, the agility course I wasn't sure about. Talent we've got locked down. And it's even better. See, I know that you've been concerned trying to figure out the power scale of what Tubbs' power level being 130 really means. And during this talent portion, we're going to make it incredibly clear for you. See, all you need to understand the power level of Tubbs is to have a baseline power level to compare it to. 
So we're going to bring out Nathan's hot dog eating champion, Joey Chestnut. His best power <laughs> level has only been a 76. And this year it was only a 62. Now, again, Tubbs has a power level of 130. And I don't know if you've ever watched a cat house 130 hot dogs in five minutes, but it's going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Matt, have, have you? No, God, no, <laughs> no. Was that cat on acid? I, I watched my cat eat a pound of chicken once. That's a lot of chicken. <laughs> a whole anything? pound? Literally a whole pound. And you didn't it was, stop it? How much power level was that? That's 16. It's an ounce. <laughs> the brief aside here is that I had made a pound of chicken, seasoned it, left it on the counter, gone to the bathroom. My mistake. I admit that. And I came back and there was no longer a pound of chicken. Oh, Levon <laughs> tippy toed his way into the kitchen. <laughs> he was floating in midair uh, like a like a cartoon dog sniffing a pie. And that's why you don't want the most agile cat. <laughs> that's fair point. Great. That's got big arrested development. That's why you always leave a note. Uh, (laughs) Wonderful. I'm just glad we can conceptualize what power of 130 means now. Thank you, Matt. The judges will adjust their scorecards accordingly. Andrew, what will you and the Meowskular Chef be doing today? Sure. So when Meowskular Chef hears something like talent competition performing for an audience, he does what most chefs do, which is Well, the next course of action, their evolution, as it were, is to become celebrity chef. So (laughs) Meowskular Chef is going to reenact his favorite series, his favorite Food Network series by his favorite personal favorite celebrity chef, which is Robert Irvine. Robert (laughs) Irvine from Kitchen Impossible, Dinner Impossible. That one got Matt. Wonderful. Mission accomplished. I'm going to just recopy these pictures next to each other just so you guys can see they're corporate corporate asks you to, f- to find the difference of these pictures they're the same picture i um, <laughs> look i'm not one for supporting other people's answers on this show <laughs> but robert irvine as meowskular chef is dare i say chef's kiss <laughs> dare dare you dare it in the monster hunter movie that will inevitably happen or inevitably be announced so, and then canceled it will funny that you say that there was a monster hunter movie we all watched it and meowskular chef is in it is he is it played by robert irvine and yes i remember now the movie <laughs> happened and yeah Mila and he's in that. Was in it he's a cg meowskular chef is in that he's the only palico in the whole movie if i reference the 2018 White House chef, is that anything for anyone? No. I don't yes, think it is. It is. I know what you're talking about. Post the image because yeah. the 2018 White House chef is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Same, same guy. Right. Yep. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> this is probably a great time to remind our listeners that, that if you join her Patreon, you can see these show notes. <laughs> and it's just a clip yeah. show of, of nightmares and strong chefs. I mean, when you think about it, these are just the Galarian and the Lowland variants. <laughs> 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 I seed my time. That's that's wonderful. Uh, the judges just have pages of score sheets to to compare. Which, mind you, we thought we were going to judge a number of things, and we ended up judging bicep radius and hot dog eating and coin throwing. <laughs> so we've had to mess with numbers a lot. So while the judges do that, if you could please uh, walk across the very long stage, <laughs> tap the microphone and provide your closing statements as to why your cat is best cat. Yeah, Todd, Meowth is best cat because not only will Meowth commit petty crimes for and with you, you can also train your Meowth to just 
literally be a money fountain, literally make money for you. And beyond that, it's cute and it's adorable and it's a Pokemon and it does the biggest ooh big stretch of all with its Gigantamax form. (laughs) Todd, Tubbs is best cat because Tubbs is cat. Meowskiller Chef and Meowth are weird little guys. I don't know that they're cats. Tubbs is a fat little shit, but he is a cat and he is the best cat. He's also a weird little guy. Todd, among all three of these little these weird little guys, only one of these three are employed. And I would argue that only one of these three are not only employed, but actually doing a service to their community and following their life's passion. Hey, which, Meowth which pays is something taxes. that's commendable. You can pay taxes on your petty thefts, and Meowth does so. Well, Meowth's chef is pro-union, so fuck you. That doesn't apply? I just like I, every my arguments is my characters are always pure pro union and it always wins. This whole podcast is pro union. We've been very clear. Radically. Every answer on this podcast is pro union. You're right, Matt. Much like Wario, this podcast and the Oscar <laughs> Chef are all pro union. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, are we? We don't need to get into a weird little guy pissing contest. <laughs> While we tally up these scores, which that's a weird sentence. Uh, go ahead and give out some uh, good vibes to each other. Um. Yeah, Matt Tubbs. Tubbs is a cat, and he is a cute little little cartoon cat, and I love him. And Andrew, Meowskular Chef, is also a cat, and cute and adorable in a mean way, and I also love him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, all cats are good cats. I love cats. And I realized in researching today, haven't played many games with cats. Cats aren't featured much in games. I would say cats yeah. aren't featured enough in games yeah. to, to take yeah. what you say a step further. Certainly not as much as dogs. Right, exactly. Meowth is great. Like Meowth is honestly a cat that I didn't even consider as a video <laughs> game cat, which is funny because I also thought of Pokemon, but I didn't think of Meowth. So I, I like that call a lot. Don't like a cat with a quarter that comes out of his forehead. <laughs> Somehow that makes it worse. What if it's a half dollar? It, not better, just different. Big old, big old profile of John F. Kennedy on its forehead. <laughs> Andrew, Meowskular Chef is very good. Meowskular Chef is not as good as you comparing Meowskular Chef to Robert Irving. <laughs> that that might have actually killed me. I love it so much. Oh, shit. Irvine. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Kyle, Meowth is a good answer. It's a really good answer. And I, I do love the the Eldritch abomination of like <laughs> pulling, ripping like real actual currency from its forehead. And then it like, like a lizard's tail. Like, it, like it back. goes back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that is great and horrifying. Um, I love the Galarian version of Meowth so much. I love him. He's the weirdest, coolest little guy. Uh, he was on my Elite Four or my uh, my league team nice. uh, in Sword and Shield. Matt, I don't know where you pulled <laughs> dumps from. I don't know where. What made you think of that? Probably a listicle, but hey, here we are. But thank you for introducing Tubbs into the canon of this podcast. He sits on two cushions. And thank you for getting Todd hooked into an idle game on yeah. his phone. I, Less thank, thank you Les for that, actually. Yeah. B- between the closing of this and us going into the post show, I am going to go do my, my afternoon lease real quick just to make sure I'm, <laughs> I'm maximizing my intake here. Mm-hmm. Well, you've given the judges a lot to think about. 
And I, I want to make sure that everyone is first told thank you for making this afternoon of unpaid work fun for everyone. And that's not a bummer because fun was involved. So put the counter back up. It's not um, a bummer because you said it isn't. Yeah, it's not a bummer because corporate said it's not a bummer. The counter is at one. <laughs> counter is at one. There are some high marks today that I do want to reference before I tell you the decision we've made. These are not winners. These are not losers. These are high marks. Of special note today, the measurement of power of animals in how many <laughs> hot dogs they can eat <laughs> is something we will be taking forward canonically into every pet show we do going forward. That's yeah. DT canon now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, likewise, uh, circumference of biceps and ability to do Brooklyn accents, things we have to now take into consideration. That said, in today's cat show, one of the categories was indeed one of the cat categories. One of the cat categories. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's been there the whole time. <laughs> How did we get 50 minutes in and, and just get that? One of the categories for judging was just a line that said, is cat question mark? Is weird little guy question mark. <laughs> and because of that, Tubbs will be taking top honors for being <laughs> for being literal cat first, weird Ooh. little guy second. Not that he's not a weird little guy, but there's a lot of debate of is Meowth more weird little guy or cat. Todd, I will note in the Pokemon universe. All the cats are Pokemon. All the animals are Pokemon. And all the Pokemon are weird little guys. And all the, lots well, of Pokemon, Pokemon are weird, weird little guys, whether it's written explicitly or not. This is cat erasure. This is... <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, Todd, but it's problematic and I don't like it. I accept your ruling because I my entire argument was Meowskula Chef is more man than cat. <laughs> <laughs> if he weren't just like cat size like rocket raccoon is a raccoon i would think it is in fact a human it's in a just very, a man in a skin a mask and a very detailed yeah. cat suit like that dude yeah. who turned himself into a dog that said congratulations tubs you are in fact the goodest boy we'll have to put the uh the platforms together two of them so tubs can stand at the top <laughs> it's tubs time baby <laughs> it is tubs time baby Thank you for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast, or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Have you heard about our Patreon page at patreon.com slash debate this cast? Well, sure you have, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Right now, we have a Patreon, and for the low, low price of $5 a month, you can call yourself one of the few, the proud, the butt-thwomp nation. With your monthly membership, you'll get access to our exclusive premium feed, which includes ad-free episodes of Debate This and Flavor Text and our monthly Patreon show, The Office Drones, which we just recorded as of not that many hours or days ago, <laughs> our final episode. Uh, and then we will soon record our kind of behind the scenes wrap up uh, Debate This All Hands, as we've called it. So just as a reminder, that show is wrapping up. And if you join for even one month and hop out, you'll get the full exclusive backlog of that. And once we wrap all that up, we're going to be dropping some piping hot Disney Channel original movie content in that same feed. So don't miss out. Again, that's piping hot Disney <laughs> Channel original movie content. Until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Kyle Jellicle Podcasts for Jellicle Streamers Harper. I'm Matt. Superman versus Goku, but it's Tubbs versus Joey Chestnut Cole. <laughs> <laughs>
And I'm Andrew. Every sleepover I had as a kid could be described as a weird little guy pissing contest. (laughs) (laughs) And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. (laughs) 